Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is MJ. And this is a Gypsy King, but for some people that uh, feel uncomfortable with that. Also known as the artist as. You can just call me Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Just wonderful diva, Ryan. Anyway. Um, diva. Huh? Welcome, we're, <laughs> you can't be. I mean, you're, you're, you're quite literally wearing. Anyway, I won't get into it. But uh, you just, you know, with the sunglasses and the. All right. Anyway. And the cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> he got a new hat. Uh, <laughs> we're just excited to uh, to be to be here with you, folks. We got a great guest on. The special guest today. Wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. The one and only. The incomparable. Amanda, do you want to say hi to our beautiful listeners? What's up? <laughs> Help me with the pronunciation of your last name, because I'm not going to. Cooksey. Cooksey. Uh, Cooksey. Yes. Okay. Oh, I got Cooksey. it. He got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. You, you, you know, okay. you'd spend extra time researching. No, um, but <laughs> I can just welcome Amanda. I know how to read, so yeah, well, helps. you know, I don't know. <laughs> I say it wrong. I can read it. Think I think I know it, and then, you know, but uh, we're so we, happy to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, we like us. your vibe, Amanda. Oh, thank you, thank you guys for having me on. <laughs> it's funny, like it's in your music, and I, we've had you on there for not very long. You can feel like you got a you got a good vibe, Amanda. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, and people will sense that. I mean, we've been able to check out a few different videos and hear some of your music, st- and I don't always get the time to do that be- before each interview. I wish I could, honestly, but like, it's great stuff. Like everything I heard was just like, well, and I will tell you, I'm not someone who's like normally into country music, right? Like I have my own preferences, right. and I, I just like what I'm hearing. Like, well, I a lot of the new country stuff is different, and and you, I would say you fit in this new category of, you know, you're. I feel like you're taking something that's, you know, um, we, we sort of have an expectation of it and then it's like you take it in a new way and it's still, it's still interesting. So, um, anyway, I, you know, wanted to try to compliment you at least start to start the conversation. Cause I really, I don't always get the chance, like I said, to listen to, to well, people's if, stuff. It's good stuff. Well, if you're going to give her a compliment, specific compliment, I better do the same because it's Chris this past Christmas. <laughs> I didn't, you know, we hadn't met, so I didn't know if I should give you a Christmas present. So yeah um hey i'll take all the compliments (laughs) it's like i just listen to them on uh (laughs) instagram like there were you know quite a few videos of just you and your guitar and you were able to make that a seamless process and make it an engaging thing so that's really cool oh thank you i appreciate it (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's good engaging content. It's good it's good uh, music content. It gets the listener engaged. And that's so important, you know. Yeah, thank, you know, social media is great for that. It's, you know, a way to connect with so many different people, which I really love. So, heck yeah. So, for starters, um do you like superheroes at all? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a superhero? I see like all the superhero stuff behind you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. So are, are you like on nerd level of superhero, or are you just a casual fan? I mean, I'm. I would consider myself nerd level, but. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I've seen all of like the Marvel movies. Oh, cool. I'm okay. not seeing like a bunch of the DC movies, but I think Marvel is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> So, who's your favorite uh, superhero? Man, uh, Spider Man's like my my favorite. I think ah, Spider Man <laughs> can't go yeah. wrong with that. Great powers. Well, like as you've seen, if you've gone and seen the Spider Man movies, um, you get to kind of see his origin story. 
like how he became. I mean, we've seen it three times. So. Right. We know it now. <laughs> Poor and Uncle Ben just keep dying. How he became a superhero, his origin story. And it's like every musical superhero probably has an origin story too. So we imagine right. that you have a musical origin story, how you got yeah. into it all. How would you describe that? Right. So I was bit by a radioactive spider. And then- <laughs> that explains the voice. <laughs> no, I, um, you know, I was actually a really shy kid growing up and I would, you know, sing in church and that was about it. And I'd write songs in my bedroom and nobody really knew that I was writing songs until I started taking lessons from this guy, Ron Feldman in Orlando, Florida, where I grew up. And he found out that I was writing these songs and he was like, well, you need to play me some. And I did. And he was like, these are really good. You should keep writing. And he'd critique my work. And he encouraged me to try out for this talent show that I had in eighth grade. And I was so nervous, but I ended up doing it and just, you know, had a great time and people gave me really good feedback. So I was like, well, maybe I should try to do this more often. So I started playing shows all around Orlando and just all around Florida, actually, in general, and ended up, you know, in high school, deciding to look into college and found Belmont University, which is, you know, a music school up here in Nashville and fell in love with the campus after I toured it and uh, decided to, to make the move. So I've been here for six years now, writing music and doing the thing. So it's, it's been really cool. That's awesome. So Nashville, I hear a lot about the music scene there. What's it like? Um, it's pretty crazy. It's, you know, when I first moved here, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And the amount of talent is insane. Hmm. And uh, it's just like a really creative town. So it's cool to vibe with everyone and write with different people because everybody has their own unique perspective on things. So I, I love it. It's so cool. And there's music like everywhere you go. <laughs> That's cool. It seems that way there. Um, is that, Have you guys been? I would I love to go. You know, it's such a epicenter for all the, it's kind of like the blues and country and music like that. Right. Yeah, we have a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's I crazy. feel like it's a bit of an American mecca for music. I mean, for what I hear and from the people who I know in the industry who talk about it, like everyone says, that's the place to be. So I don't know. Right. I mean, yeah, so musically, what is is it noticeably different, the music scene there, as opposed to other places you've been? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, Florida, there's like a small music scene, but it wasn't, you know, it's not like Nashville where <laughs> you could literally walk outside and talk to somebody and they've probably been in music or do music. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that'd be a bit weird, right? That's cool. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty normal here. If you ask somebody what they do, they're probably going to be like, yeah, you know, I write music or I play guitar. <laughs> so it's, it's just a music community here, which is really cool. Um, just taking a few steps back, talking about, um, your origin story. Um, when did when did you know like I want to do this professionally? Like, was there a specific moment or a spe specific incident that you you just knew? Okay, this is it. Honestly, I think it was when I did that talent show because I realized, you know, that I loved being on stage and performing, and it was kind of the first moment for me where I was like, oh wow, I can actually do this, and I don't need to be shy anymore. Like it's totally fine. And I think when I moved to Nashville, I saw just how, you know, crazy it can really get into music, but yeah. it's been such a fun time. And I think for me, the thing that keeps me going is writing songs that I feel really passionate about and being able to tell my story. And so just doing that every day really, you know, just makes me want to be here even more. Yeah, I bet. So you were, you would consider yourself super shy? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, I I was definitely super shy as a kid. I would like hide from my family and friends. And <laughs> I still do. So I've, come, I've come a long way for sure. But I, I think now I consider myself like an introvert, but also 
an extrovert where I love being around people. Like I get my energy from other people, but I'm definitely like, I love my time to just chill, <laughs> watch Netflix or play video games. Netflix. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's funny. But no, I mean, that makes sense. Cause I, I think, you know, we self-identify, right? Like, I'm an introvert. I'm an, I'm an extrovert or whatever, but you know, we really, there's a spectrum to it and people can be a bit of both, um, at least at different times of your life too. So, um, I think they're like, I love performing. I love being out in front, but there's absolutely times when it's just like, I'd like to just pull back and not be the, you know, center of attention necessarily, or like be required, right. have it re be required of me, you know, let's say right. because of the friendships you make or the people you, you surround yourself with. So, but I mean, you've talked about like the community of musicians there, um, you know, what do you, have you gotten a lot of support, you know, from, from being around so many musicians and, and so many, uh, what's that like just having that? Cause you saying you're doing this daily, right? You're writing songs daily. What that, what is that feedback process like for you? Man? I mean, everybody's super supportive here cause everybody's kind of doing the same thing, trying to chase the dreams. And so, you know, there's definitely times where it's, it's difficult because it's a long road. It's not easy. And, you know, since everybody's going through it, it makes it easier because we all understand each other. And so I think, you know, that's what makes it so nice is just this, this community of people is very understanding of each other. And they're always going to, you know, come support you at shows or just be there for you. So I think that's one of the coolest things about Nashville. And as far as feedback goes, you know, there's so many people here that are in music. So it's easy to to get critiques on songs and what you're doing. But for the most part, everybody's just really supportive. So that's awesome when you can get people that have been around it a while to give you tips and support and things like that. Yeah. Cool. You know, I, yeah, a lot of people have been in the business for like a long time. You know, they've, they offer some really great advice. You know, I find it interesting. So like we've had at this point now, enough conversations like there are themes that come up right with different musicians we talk to and i know one of the topics we've brought up a lot is um you know some people thinking or like if you tell someone you're a musician it's like well what's your real job or you know this expectation that like it's just not possible maybe that maybe they don't know enough like we've met enough professional musicians at this point they're like oh I, I, there's some things that resonate right and um the one thing that, that's popped up for me as we're talking here is I'm thinking everything you've described about Nashville and like what that what that's like being around so many musicians, it doesn't sound like I should be afraid of competition because it's so fierce, but it, it sounds like you guys make each other better and it's more like community. And you've even said the community, you were in community a couple of times. Like it just, and the more I talk to musicians, the more I feel a, a connectedness, right? I don't, right. I don't feel that I've got to compete against this other guitar player. It's like, we can help each other. That's what it feels exactly. like. Exactly. And everybody's just so passionate about what they do. Um, that it's just easy to like vibe with everybody and hmm. you know super everyone like i said is super understanding of like how tough this business can be and so it's nice to like feel like you have somebody there that, that gets it and i don't know i just i i think that's it's really cool <laughs> i'm kind of go gonna go backwards here a little again because it really stuck in my mind just how you talked about that you were shy hmm. yeah a bit of an introvert but when I see you perform, I mean, I, I would never guess that. Same. Yeah. Especially oh. in your videos and in your media, you seem like you've been doing that your your whole life. That's so, good. Very <laughs> confident persona. How would you describe that? Like, weird, I, I don't know what to call it. Um, just two sides of your personality where you could be shy, but yet when you're on stage, like you're commanding and everyone knows it. Like how, how would you yeah. describe that? It's kind of interesting. Years of practice <laughs> <laughs> and hard work because I can tell you, I was not as good as it, good at it as I am now. Um, I'm still getting there, you know, every day, but for sure when I was first starting, I was super nervous and, I still get nervous. I think everybody does because um, you're putting yourself out there and your feelings out there, which isn't 
always easy, <laughs> especially when it's like for a lot of artists, especially, you know, myself, I tell a lot of stories that are true and that are actual things that I've dealt with or experienced. So, you know, it's a very vulnerable thing to do, but hmm. I don't know. At the end of the day, I kind of just get up there and I try to be the most me that I can be. And I think I've worked on that for a long time now, just trying to be myself and not worrying about what other people think, uh, which is not, has not been easy for me for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it seems to be one of the, the weird, uh, things about music when there's division like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Your, your art is your livelihood. And like you said, putting your truth in that music is going to be like, even it's for me, it feels so much the same as even doing this podcast, like doing this show, we put a lot of ourselves into it. Right. And, and there's, we joke around, don't get me wrong. Uh, we're, we're usually pretty, I mean, if you hear the ones that are just him and me, we're just, we're really, especially the last one, the people last might one. get worried. It's like, do they hate each other? Is it? No, but like, <laughs> but it's like we put, I mean, I really, this process has been one of, of a lot of what you're describing. Cause it's like, you know, you got to put your heart into what you're doing creatively and right. that always opens you up to some vulnerability. So I'm curious, like, what would you tell if you, if you talk to like, say a young lady or young man who was thinking about doing music and they're passionate about it and was feeling some of this anxiety over like what it's like to be judged, what would you say to, or even your younger self, like, what would you say? Man, I guess I'd just say that to not worry about what other people are going to think of you. Cause at the end of the day, like that only holds you back. And I know for me, you know, just as a young kid, like I could have started music way earlier hmm. and, you know, maybe have been farther ahead now, but I kind of let myself hold myself back and it's not easy, but over time, as you keep doing it and keep performing and keep putting yourself out there, it, it does get easier. And, you know, if it's your passion and it's your dream, you should definitely chase it. So I think that's what I would, that's what I would tell them. That's great advice. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I so. we, we all need it. We're taking notes here. I know, right? No, but this yeah. is what, well, in the show, really, we want to encourage people. I, I feel a sense of duty to that. Like, you know, I don't, um, I've got some, some family members who were sort of in this age and they're talented. Uh, like I have a couple nieces, actually several of them that are very talented, Right. And, and they're looking at their options, what to do with their life. And, you know, and I got young kids myself and, and I want them, I don't want them to just chase a job for money. Right. I don't care if they're right. a musician or not, but like, I want them to be able to feel free enough to go and, and be who they need to be, you know? And, and so I like hearing the perspective of these different people that we've been talking to, because that's essentially, I mean, what you're doing is you're, you're, you knew from an early age that it was something that you had to do and you're doing it okay. like, you know, right. there's years later down the process, you're there. Um, so I just think that's cool that, um, we get to hear these different perspectives and I appreciate you being willing to share and hear, hear me out in that. Cause I, it's, it's definitely a conversation I like having uh, a lot, obviously. <laughs> um, I, I do want to ask you, so is that, uh, there's a little drawing behind you on the wall there, a little, a little acoustic guitar. Yeah. Is, that, is that an actual piece of art, like a drawing or is it a, a printing or what is it? Oh, um, you know what? I don't even know where I got that. I forget, no. man. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's a, I honestly think it's guitar. Guitar. Maybe it found it's your shoulder. It found you. <laughs> yeah, it found me. I just, I saw it and I was like, this is cool. I'm just going to put this in my room. <laughs> there's something about it though. It does, uh. It's like simple, but it catches your eye. Yeah, you know? it did. Yeah, I, like I thought it. it just added some flavor to the room, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't just have a white wall. Yeah. All you need is a, that cool picture of the guitar. You're good. Yeah, it I looks like fantastic. It. I, I exactly. appreciate the aesthetic. I mean, I think your backdrop is pretty cool. I, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> wish I could claim it, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely been a favorite of the guests, but this is all, this is Ryan's mind you're looking at here. This is, <laughs> this his, is my mind. He, 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 well, he runs a business. He does collectibles and stuff, and... And uh, he's super into this stuff. Maybe that is a picture of. I've come around. Here. It is, man. It is. <laughs> I've come around though. Like I, I, I poo pooed him at first, but like you know, I'm like whatever. All this plastic is nonsense, man. And then like it'll, ha it'll invariably happen that he'll get a shipment or something, and then I'll look at him like, hey man, how much for this? He's like, I'm not selling to you. I'm like, come on, like I just want to. He's like, no, you <laughs> no. But I'm like a couple of these things. Like, hey, this is pretty cool Darth Vader you've got here. Oh, this is a cool little Spider-Man character you've got. Like, hey, let me check out this version. Like. I don't know. It's funny how it grows. When you Sorry, know. Amanda. Every time 
With it's every guest. I love it here. Love it in the he, toy kit. He likes to uh, incriminate me or I don't know. It's not incrimination. It's, it's, you know, like I said, it's real. We're putting our real selves in here, man. They, <laughs> like, they get to hear, you know. We want to hear Amanda talk about She wants her. to hear about she this. Amanda definitely wants to know about the toy kit. No. This is amazing. <laughs> you guys are being really vulnerable right now. So, yeah. see, see, open your heart, man. Open your heart to the well, here and join. Jump into the frequency with us. Here on uh, inside the sound, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. You know, like we're just having a conversation and hanging out. Like it's not a traditional interview. <laughs> Yeah, we try. We try to. Well, I want to mix it right. Like I don't. I do want to talk to people. Like I do want, and I do want to hear what they've got to say. But I also want to be able to. I don't know. Just like feel the moment and give them a hard time when, when mood strikes. Yeah. So I love how you guys are like. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to like. I'm having a great time. So. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like. Hello, Amanda. Question one. You know, it's just. <laughs> Like we don't list. do it that way. I used to, well, I'd get papers and act like I was rustling through papers. I, mean, I had papers there and I had questions in mind, right? But I didn't necessarily write them down. But I, wouldn't want right. to, I didn't want to appear as the type of person that wouldn't write down questions. Like, is he not prepared? Is he not a professional? So I was like, I'd have the paper there with You're no not questions a on them. But I would like rustle through them and be with the guests and be like, hey, anyway. So it's a bit, I don't do the bit anymore, not as much. So anyway, back to <laughs> Amanda's story. Um, just another question on, you know, you talked about finding your, uh, finding your style. You talked about, you know, your evolution uh, on the stage as far as confidence and all that. Um, how are you able to maintain your confidence through all of that? And how do you, how do you would you describe figuring all that out? Because it seems like your image and all that stuff that goes into that. Um, I yeah. see how it, a lot of people, it's hard because it's like, just one of those things. Yeah. I think for me, it's just constantly being on stage and performing because if there's just a week or so, maybe a month, I guess, where I'm not, I notice that the next time I do perform, I feel a little less comfortable. <laughs> so for me, it's just like, you know, continuously like performing and being present and just putting myself out there. But unfortunately with COVID, that's been super hard to do. (laughs) So I've been really relying on social media and the live shows um, as far as that goes on, you know, Facebook and Instagram. So it's been weird. And I I don't know what it's going to be like after this. Uh, (laughs) When I do get back on stage, the last show was like October so who knows? Wow. Yeah. How, but, how has that been for you to kind of be in limbo with not knowing what you're going to do and what's going to get canceled? Oh, it's been really difficult for me. I, you know, I already have anxiety as it is. And, you know, throughout this pandemic, it's been difficult to kind of cope with the fact that I can't go perform. And, you know, some of my rights even are all via Zoom. And so it's, it's not the same as like, you know, just going and being in the room with someone and really being able to talk out song ideas. So it's been a different lifestyle and I think I'm adjusting to it um, because we all have to, but uh, not easy. (laughs) Yeah. It seems that way, especially in the music community. Yeah. The pandemic has definitely taught us those of us that like to be around people, like what that really means to us. Cause I know oh, like I immediately when, when lockdowns happened and when I was still working that corporate gig, it was like, now you got to go work at home. And, and like, you're not, I mean, it's great to be with your family, but at the same time, you know, you really miss that interaction. Like when you were playing shows a lot, I'm sure there was a lot of that people energy that you can like kind of use. And that's helpful in the writing process. I mean, I just think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially, just when you're writing with people, it's just so much easier to kind of feel their energy and, you know, really talk about what's going on in their lives. And, you know, Zoom is fine for that, but it's also, it's difficult sometimes to really kind of feel their emotion um, over a screen because you can't just sit there and be with them. So it's not, you know, 
I've had a couple of rights or a bunch of different rights lately that have gone really well over Zoom. So it's not like it can't happen. Right. It's just, especially when you're trying to write with like somebody new that you haven't met before. Oh, that would be not hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the ideal setting, but um, it's been done and I've done it a few different times now and gotten some cool songs out of it. So that's cool. I don't know. It's just, it's just about, you know, finding a balance and figuring out, you know, how are we going to make this work? <laughs> when we're miles away from each other <laughs> see ryan we could have been writing on zoom this whole time he poo-pooed this idea i'm just kidding. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i almost like i've i don't know about you dude like honestly i'm, I'm giving him a hard time but i i just i can't do it i refuse to right so i come down here and we do get some of it done but not really we, you know we end up just we get so involved in the podcast that we don't really not, Sorry, we're not writing man, as much. No. i'm gonna share my thought thought man just deal with it that's my response <laughs> to your question but no, but like the I, beautiful <laughs> listeners want to hear Amanda's. But I, I really resonate. I really, I really agree with what she's saying about like having, having that person in the room with you though to write music. It's just so critical. What it is is it just that you can see the whole person's body and you can it's body language or like what do you think it yeah, is? Yeah, I just that, think that it's always like a little bit of an awkwardness over, over Zoom where it's just you know you're not fully yourself or I don't know. <laughs> Party feels like you're like at a business meeting, you know, in some office somewhere, or is it just you're performing right in front of a camera? It's different. Yeah, than- and it's all oh, the guitar thing is really hard too over Zoom because if you're both playing, it just does not. The latency. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, so tried we tried that. That's what we tried, and it was like I can't do this. It's bro. gonna work. It's gonna it's work. Work. And I told them. I told them it wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you find workarounds, though. Yeah. I mean, but. Hopefully, you know, this year, as people start getting the vaccine, things will start going back to normal. But I think so. It'll happen sooner than we realize. And like I said, you know, we're all going to be those of us that really maybe didn't really appreciate how much we, you know, we what we is took this for granted. News channel. Oh, man, let me I talk. Know. That um, <laughs> it, it's going to, you may lose a train of thought, right? <laughs> but no, I just, I, I think I'm just trying to, I'm getting back to what you said. I just, I think, um, being able to, well, recognizing that how much we took for granted, I can't, I can't even imagine going through the pandemic with, without the technology, you know, right. cause can you imagine like trying to do no. like writing music over phone call, let's say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that'd be interesting. Good luck. Yeah. No, I feel like that would be crazy. I just think of like The Walking Dead, <laughs> where it's like they literally are just traveling all the time. I don't know. <laughs> no technology really. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> now, back to the music. Um, you talked about your bandmates and how having that chemistry is probably one of the most important things that you need um like what's your process when it comes to picking who you want to make music with um is it a combination of a bunch bunch of things or is it just kind of when you get in the room and play you just know um i think it's a you know a bunch of things but I definitely like when I first moved to town, I was writing as much as I could. Um, everybody that I would meet at shows, you know, I would just, if they wrote, I was like, Hey, let's, let's try co-writing. Cause when I first moved to Nashville, I had never really co-written a whole lot. Um, in Florida, I just didn't even know it was something people did until <laughs> I moved here. <laughs> and so it was a whole new experience for me, but I, you know, I just started writing with as many people as I could when I got here and kind of found the people that I vibe with the most and have kind of stuck with some of the same people. But I also try to write with different people. And, you know, just because something doesn't work once doesn't mean it's going to not work ever again. You know, the first time you write with people, it's always kind of like, oh, hey, you know, <laughs> what do you want to <laughs> <Yeah>. say? Like, <laughs> it's awkward. It's weird. You, can't, yeah, it's you can say of, it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it can be awkward. So I think it's, you know, you have to like give it a couple tries before you maybe get something. And you're always going to have people that you just vibe with really well. Um, so that's been my experience with it. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that that connection you can just have with someone like the moment you start playing. 
Yeah. It's like you've been practicing for years. It just happens. Like, Aw. He's describing yeah. what happened when we first played the game. It's so it's sweet of you, man. It's cool. Um, makes me feel special. I was making a general statement. He was not. He was very specifically <laughs> talking you, about if us. If it makes you feel better. It does, it because you're talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got him, man. I got him. All right, sorry, go ahead. Anyway. You say it? Please, get back to the music, please. You were talking about I don't remember, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no idea what I even asked. You know? <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry, guys. I just... <laughs> but no, that... Well, you see what it, I you know what it was? Here, man, and what it was is that, man, in my head, I was envisioning the first time he and I played together, and he just gets this look on his face where he lights up, you know, and... Because, you know, you it's it's you talk about that awkward face. There's always that awkward face, too, with two dude guitar players. You know, they come in the room <laughs> together. <laughs> it's true, dude. I'm and sure you get your little saying. amp together, and you get your pedal plugged in. You're kind of looking over the other guy's gear. He's looking over your gear, and you're like, oh, you legit? I don't know. You legit? You know what I mean? And then, like, we played a riff, and you don't know if the other person's you're not gonna really like this is this, is this a tasty riff or is this just gonna be fall flat in my ears you know like, what is this gonna be is it gonna cook exactly yeah, cook. And you don't know and then i just i don't remember which would you remember which riff it was i can't remember which riff it was anymore but like there was a riff that we played together and he did a little thing over it like i played one riff and then he just improvised over it and he looked up at me and we locked eyes and we're like this is working and so it's just that's what we did you know it's just uh, i don't know man well, we've been best friends ever since <laughs> Our story was a little more dramatic and prolonged yeah. than yours, but <laughs> that was your, your origin story. On your interview, I know she's got to hear these things. It's important for yeah, for, for her important. and for, the listeners. The listeners want yeah. to hear Amanda. They, they got to understand our backstory, man. But no, <laughs> but um, so you said there's a few musicians you're working with now. That these are people that you've worked with for a while, and then you you also um, you know you still find new people from time to time to write with. Right, right. Yeah, see, I was paying attention. Told you. <laughs> God, you're taking them. <laughs> are you, um, well, and do, um, what are you working on right now? Like, what are you? I mean, with obviously talked about with the with the pandemic and everything, some of the limitations. But what are you? What are you about right now? Yeah, right now I am currently writing for like future projects, but I'm also recording music that I'm going to be releasing this year. Yay! And I, I actually have a single ready to go. Just figuring out when I want to release it um, and how, because there's so much that goes into it. <laughs> and uh, so I've just been kind of working on recording with my producer. And like I said, it's so weird because I always release music like now, and I've written that music like a year before or a year ago. Hmm. So now I'm working on music that I'm going to release in another year, which is always funny to me. Yeah, uh, that sounds okay. But you're just like constantly working on things. So yeah, uh, that's been like the focus. And then just trying to be on social media as much as possible while I, you know, while we're still waiting for the pandemic to kind of. Because performing is just, it's not, I mean, there's still some performances here in Nashville, but definitely limited so yeah and i yeah. imagine as as this stuff has gone on there might be other places to perform out of state but it's like you got to weigh your costs on is it worth your time and i mean are do you are you pretty much performing with um with just you and the guitar do you have that backup band with you like what are you doing when you are performing what is that what is that like right usually in nashville especially there's a lot of writer rounds. Um, so it'll be like three or four writers. Some people I've never seen a writer's round, but it's three or four writers and they play three to five songs each. And so I usually do that. It's just me and my acoustic guitar. But um, I have done a couple shows where it's been more like a full on set, but I haven't, I've actually been wanting to play with a band here in Nashville and I haven't been able to do that because of, of COVID and, you know, now that I kind of found my sound as an artist, that's been what I've wanted to do the most is really be able to talk about the songs and where they came from and really put on like an actual show. But yeah, it's been unfortunate. Hmm. <laughs> so hopefully one of these days. <laughs> you okay, bud? Yeah. Um, do you, uh, is there, cause you said you're about to release a single, but you just don't know when you haven't decided on. Yeah. I don't know when yet. I think I'm hoping either 
it'll be like early or late February, probably. Okay. Before Coming up soon. Out. Yeah. So I'm just kind of finalizing the little pieces that are left to figure out. And uh, yeah, I've been recording the next three after this. So <laughs> it's a lot, but um, yeah, I'm mostly just releasing singles right now. I don't want to give away too much about, you know, what I've been working on. Cause I'm trying to kind of surprise, keep it a surprise, I guess, but um, definitely have some singles that are going to be coming out this year. Cool. I mean, it's good to, I mean, the more you produce, the the better you get as a musician, right? Like, so it's good to have more material. Man, we really got to get step up our game too, brother. I'm telling you, I just, <laughs> but no, it's great that you've got, like, you've got several lined up that you're working on. And, and I mean, it's even during like not having all the shows and stuff, at least you've got, you know what I'm saying? You still got something driving you, still something you're doing. It's so important. So right. I just, I know right now for artists, it's so important to just be releasing music, you know, on Spotify and Apple music because we can't really perform. So that's like the best way to, to kind of stay in touch with fans and, you know, people listening. So. Absolutely. How has that affected you? Um, not having that ability to, you know, contact the fans the way that you would like to and, being on stage and all that um how does that go yeah it's definitely not as easy but luckily you know i've for a long time i was doing these facebook live shows um anyways and i've connected with all of them through social media and a lot of them don't even live in nashville or tennessee so it's been good in that respect because i can still reach those people it's just you know, it's been weird not being able to kind of go out and meet new co-writers or even people that are visiting from out of town who are just stopping in to see a show. It's it's definitely been hard knowing that I can't just go perform without, you know, being at risk a little bit. So I don't know, hopefully in the next couple of months, I'll be able to book some shows. I know there's a couple of venues that are doing the social distancing thing and have been pretty safe about it. So I'm definitely considering getting back into doing some rounds. So yeah, do it, do it. Sorry, I'm not trying to encourage you to. I just do it. No, I just <laughs> well, was it. that an attempt Things at a will, subliminal message? Do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's there's there's ways that we can do this stuff responsibly. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand the the hyperbole involved. You see sometimes with the news, or some states are just taking it so far, and others are. It doesn't seem to really matter how restrictive or not you look at different countries, you know, like people need to perform. And, and it, the the live music thing is sort of a human need. It's not just a, oh, it's nice to have. Like, we need this stuff. We yeah, really do. We, I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, it's not just it's not just something that, you know, you can just write off as not important um, to the human I know. experience. It's it's so strange, like even just going to different concerts, like I, the last concert I saw was in March, right before the pandemic hit, and I went to see Post Malone. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was the coolest concert ever, but <laughs> it's so weird that I won't be able to do that for a while. I know a lot of artists have pushed their tours to like 2022. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Post concert, what was, what you said it was super cool, like what? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> what you like about it? What's the yeah, show you... like? Yeah, I've never been to Post Malone shows. You tell, you tell oh, us. Man. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Like, the guy's insanely talented. Uh, he's just, his voice was amazing live. Uh, and he's definitely a performer. But um, he had, like, a backing track, I think, for all the songs. And then there's one of my favorite songs that he wrote. It's called Stay. And uh, he played it acoustically, which was... I, I was so happy. <laughs> it was like the coolest thing ever. He's like one of my favorite artists. I'm just super inspired by him. I think his music is like, he just is inspired by so many different genres. And I think that's cool because you can hear everything in his songs, uh, especially his last album. It was, I could definitely hear a bunch of influence, um, like maybe from the 50s, 60s kind of thing with some of the beats and everything. But yeah, the show was just, it was really cool. And then Sway Lee was his opener. So. 
So it was I fun. Admit, <laughs> I will admit to not knowing that other artist. Shway Lee, as you said? Shway Lee. He's, Shway Lee. He sings that song with him, Sunflower. It was in the, spy, <laughs> the Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> oh, the post <laughs> I actually think I know that one. I did see the Spider-Verse movie, as a matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, I, well, and I will, and to parlay this back to you know Amanda's music here, I I do hear like you can hear when you listen to your music that you're not your only influence is not just straight up country, old school country music. But yeah, I like right. that. I mean, I really enjoy you know hearing some well something unexpected, right, or something that you you know, right. the thought you would get from right. that's, that's that's fun. No, thank you. I mean, I listen to so many different types of music, um, just kind of anything. Like I love R&B, I love pop, I love rap. Um, I listen to a lot of 50s and 60s music, 70s, 80s. Like I, I love all of it. So <laughs> it's hard for me to just kind of put myself in a box musically. So I kind of just do what I want to do and let people decide where it falls for themselves. And I think for me, you know, pop country kind of is definitely the main focus of my music, but I'd like to think that people can hear kind of other where I would get my inspiration from. So, <laughs> well, that's pretty cool just to dove in and be confident enough to do your own thing. Yeah. Um, right. For real. Cause we've talked about that before too, getting caught up in what you think people want you to play. Or if I play this, will it be popular? You know, all these thoughts that you could have. Right. Really play into that. Yeah, and I think I was kind of caught up in that when I first moved to Nashville. I, you know, I was just writing music and writing, and I didn't really know who I was until I like sat down and started writing by myself as an artist and really just figured out, okay, this is like what I want to say. This is what I want it to sound like. And once I did that, it was just, it all came so much easier. Especially like the songwriting, I just knew kind of the direction that I wanted to go in. And um, I don't know, I think it's like a really magical thing. <laughs> and it sounds cheesy, but when you do finally find that thing that you're like, wow, this is like who I want to be. It's like the coolest moment. <laughs> no, it really is though. And I don't, I mean, I don't, maybe a little cheesy. No, but it, <laughs> no, I really don't think it sounds cheesy. <laughs> I don't. Cause well, I feel that too. Cause I mean, you think about what music's, when you're performing music, like music performance is such a weird thing because you have to, it's this fine line between, because you do want, like you really, you got to have feedback, right? You got to have, right. you got to put something out there that, that gives people joy. So that's part of the process, but we can't be so involved in what other people think that we lose our own voice because it's right. just not going to be good. And like, in order for you to be good and to resonate with others, you have to be true to what you are when you're right. you know, writing, when you're performing and all that, right? So it's a weird, kind of a weird dichotomy, a weird fine line that you have to, but it's cool to hear. I mean, the way you, you talk, you describe it is that, you know, you found some balance in that. Um, right. It doesn't sound like that was, well, you said, because you, you sort of thought about, well, you know, and at first I was doing it this way, but now I have this. I mean, what was there a moment that you finally realized, okay, this is my voice, this is what I want? Or was there, um, you know, was it a bit of a process? Yeah, I think... You know, it just didn't, some of the stuff I was writing and just didn't feel as authentic to me because I wasn't really telling my story. I was just kind of writing and, you know, I I didn't really put my myself into all the situations and I was just kind of becoming a better writer at the time when I moved here and yeah. learning the craft itself. So it took a while. And like I said, when I started writing on my own for a little bit, I kind of played around with some different sounds that I I thought, you know, this could be my thing. And eventually wrote this song called Yo Mama <laughs> that I released <laughs> a while ago. And I was like, this feels like me. And it's funny because like people, like I've heard from people before that they're like, I, it just sounds like you. And I'm like, well, it is pretty much just like me. It's like in a song so <laughs> alright that's one I haven't heard so I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the process of going back and listening to it now a little, little bit of background yeah, maybe now that we've talked maybe I'll be like yeah I can see it <laughs> <laughs> excellent yeah I'm looking forward to that alright so so Yo Mama sounds like a pivotal pivotal song a pivotal moment in your it career was, I, it was it was an interesting one to write too 
Are there any other songs, uh, you know, or, or whatever piece that, that floats up to the top of your mind that you think, oh, this was pivotal for me, this was important? I mean, my recent single, too, it's called What's His Name, is definitely... Oh, like I heard that one. I did hear that one. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was my most recent one. And um, I don't know, that one, too, it just, like, feels, like, really authentic to me and real. And, you know, I'm just telling the story of things I've gone through in my life and trying to keep it fun and a little bit quirky. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do like the little backhanded, like just the way saying what's his name. It's great. It's it was good. Thank I you. It. it was good. No, it was a good tune. It's catchy. So I enjoyed. Yeah, that. yeah, I love my my co-writers on that one. They're they're all awesome, and they've actually the next few singles, like or a couple singles that I'm going to release, are you know with them too. We just vibe really well, and oh, they great. they really where I'm going as an artist. So I really love that. <laughs> Yay. I have a, I don't think this is too interesting of a question, but <laughs> the, the, the music videos and all the things that come along with, you know, in the music business, how does that work as far as the creation of those videos and do you, do you really strive for them to kind of portray what's going on with the song and things like that yeah no for sure i i actually really love music videos uh like i've always been a fan of going and watching different videos and like figuring out you know what they wanted to like portray i guess in the song and with the lyrics but for me i think it's a way to kind of tell the story even more um and visually which is awesome i i love movies and TV, so music video kind of feels like a mini movie. Uh, so with my music videos, I have tried to kind of tell the story that the song tells. And with the What's His Name video, though, I know it was more kind of a visualizer, I guess, just because, you know, I actually didn't even t intend to make a music video for that song. It's just the guy that I was working with, Chaz, he's an awesome, um, he's awesome with video and film. And he was we were just filming some content for social media and we ended up having enough to make this mini music video. Oh, so sweet. I decided, decided to put it out, but that's cool. yeah, I guess I call it a visualizer just because it's like how I feel about the song and just like the song itself. What, I don't know. It kind of just encompasses what I was trying to say and what I felt. So yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I think music videos are super fun and I might have one. For the next single. <laughs> so. Yay. Maybe we can be <laughs> featured in the background somewhere, you know, walking by down, down the street. Or yeah, you guys didn't know, but this Zoom is the music video. So. <laughs> oh, sweet. Chopping it up and adding it in. Heck yeah. Yeah. That'll work. Well, I tell you, you know, if you ever want an alien planet to film, like it's, it's so different in the desert. Like the really? look, yeah. I mean, um, just the 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 scenery, the the plant life, the the animal life. It's just different, and so it's 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 it'll stick out. It's unique. So I, I definitely wanted to go, and we got to do we got to do music video, man. We got to get some shots. Come on, <laughs> yeah, out in the desert. Absolutely, let's do it. <laughs> it's the wild west out here. Um, but that's cool. Noted. Well, good. Hope you can. Hope you are able to make it into a music video and and get that. Sounds like that's important to you. Yeah, no, I think it's it's cool to be able to put like a visual behind some of the songs because uh, it just helps people like see where you're coming from even more and get like a real a second like emotion, I guess. <laughs> it's true. It also it, it's that other means of expression, right? The song is its its own life, but then when you put it to a video, it can take a new life or a different meaning or a different it can have or a deeper meaning, let's say because of the visual, you know, clues and things you put in there too. So, you know, I could see that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've got, uh, at least you said two or three that, that are, that you're going to be coming out with this year. And then are you going to, are you going to combine them into an album as you keep writing more? Or are you going to just, when you step into the next album, is it a whole different set of songs? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm kind of, Trying to keep a little bit of a surprise as to what okay, is going to happen. Okay, you don't have to. But there's definitely going to be singles. 
there are definitely going to be singles coming out this year. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I've been working on a new kind of, I guess, project, if you want to call it that. I'm probably going to be releasing more singles, but there are definitely, there's some that are more poppy um, that I've been working on and some that are still in that sweet spot of pop country. So yeah, I've got, I've got a bunch of songs that I'm really excited about and I just want to release them now, but I'm trying to be patient one at a time, you know? Gives people something to look forward to, right? Like just the trickle. Yeah. Everything's getting pushed back and yeah. Have to wait just a little longer. Just a little longer. Just a little longer. Okay. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Oh yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. <laughs> like you're you're super fun and Oh, thank you. That usually helps. It helps to have a sense yeah, of humor fun. putting up with the yeah, yeah, back yeah. And forth. <laughs> putting up with our nonsense. It's part of the fun. No, you guys are awesome. Thank you. I, I really like the dynamic. I, I understand. <laughs> No, you're great, man. Thank you so much. And um, if our listeners want to find you, where can they do that? Could you get your social and your website if you got one? Yes. So my website's amandacooksy.com. Super easy. <laughs> and then I'm on pretty much everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And it's usually Amanda A. Cooksy or A. Cooksy Music. Um, and then I'm also on TikTok now. So TikTok. You guys oh, wow. Okay. Go check that out. <laughs> and did you hear, Ryan? She's on Twitter. She's actually on Twitter. Yeah, she's That's a, amazing. She's everywhere. I'm on man. Twitter, yeah. Wow. She's <laughs> impressive. Everywhere. That's great. All right, cool. Well, um, be looking forward to, you said uh, February's next single coming out. Do you, can you name it yet or? I'm not going to name it yet. Right, that's, but... okay. that's all right. I didn't know where you are in that process. Oh, you stop crying on her. No, like, no, no. Geez, I just, I, if we can promote it, we can, you know, know what it is. That's Jeez. still fine. Um, but we know we're looking forward to it. And uh, Amanda, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and, and coming out and chatting with us for real. Thank you guys. And uh, for all beautiful listeners, you know where to find us. Anchor.fm slash inside the sound. We love y'all. Bye.